The kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is here. We're living in the reality of both of those truths right now. And this is actually what we're celebrating this night, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day that love came down to meet us, to rescue us. There's a, an old saying that captures this spiritual reality that we've lived in ever since the birth of Jesus, ever since his death and resurrection, that the kingdom of God has already arrived, but not yet. That what began at his birth and his life and his death and resurrection will someday be consummated, will be completed when he returns one day. And we've been talking about that over the season of Advent because the season of Advent is meant to remind us not just to look back and remember when Christ came the first time, but to look forward, to remind us that he will one day return to rescue us. And so it makes sense that we would celebrate that even today as we celebrate the day that Jesus came to save us when he was born into this world to remember his coming one day when he will come a second time. So I want to encourage you during this evening as we worship together to, to hear the word of the Lord spoken by the apostles and the, and the prophets because the kingdom of God is here and the kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is our hope. For so long we waited for the Lord to save us. We longed for his redemption, even as we languished in our own sins, waiting for his appearing. The prophets predicted, but still we waited. The priests supplicated, and yet time would go by and nothing would change. It seemed the world only grew darker and darker with no hope of change. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from this time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this because Jesus is our hope. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. And Jesus is our hope. You know, it's been almost 2,000 years since Jesus ascended into heaven. And the angel told the witnesses that we would see him come back 
the same way he left on the clouds and in glory. Some of them believed that they would actually see him return with their own mortal eyes. But yet we wait all these years later. We wait eagerly for the, adopt, for the adoption of sons and daughters, for the redemption of our bodies. It's for in this hope we are saved. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by our word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words because Jesus is our hope and the kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is our peace. Wars, famine, disease and strife. The world never seemed more restless than it does now. We search and strive to find a ceasing of violence and pain, but we only ever seem to get double in return. Oppressed by rulers, mocked by our neighbors, the blood of the innocent children spilled while we flee for our lives. Will it ever end? Will there ever be peace? But you, Bethlehem, Apathra, Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are of from old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who labors will bear a son. And the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be our peace. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. Because Jesus is our peace, the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. Jesus is our peace. When crime and violence, wars and ethnic cleansing, human trafficking, poverty, and now a pandemic? I mean, the world groans for its redemption. Yet we look to science 
and we look to social gurus and media talking heads and technology for answers we already know. True peace evades us while distraction sells us false security. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven, heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw a holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them. They will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more. And neither shall there be mourning, no crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. For Jesus is our peace, and the kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is our love. Punished for our sins, sent into exile, languishing for centuries without a word from God. Does he still love us? Are we not still his people? Nation after nation has come to rule us, one more brutal than the next. They care nothing for us, only to take our wealth and to steal our land and to rob us of our dignity. Does God not care? Does he not see? Sing, daughter Zion. Shout aloud, Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all of your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your punishment. He has turned back your enemy. The Lord, the God of Israel, is with you. Never again will you fear any harm. On that day... He will say to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Do not let your hands hang limp. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you, in his love. He will no longer rebuke you, but will, sing, will rejoice over you with singing. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Because Jesus is our love, the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here, that Jesus is our, our love. And what does the world know of love? I mean, love today is often conditional and exploited for personal gain. And we enslave ourselves by loving things and ignoring people. But yet, we have met love himself. And he came to set us free. And one day, the chains of all kinds will fall to our feet without threat. From Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. And he's made us a kingdom. We are priests to God and Father 
To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And behold, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will even wail on account of him. But even so, amen. Jesus is our love. The kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is our joy. Lord, we are bitter in our captivity. We are free, but we are not. There is no rejoicing. Death, death and darkness seem to reign with no end in sight. Our enemies win victory after victory, and we only seem to walk in defeat. There is nothing that we can do, so we fix our eyes on you. And there were shepherds living in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of, a, of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. And the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Jesus is our joy. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. Jesus is our joy. Jesus, our sorrow is deep in our world as we wait for your coming. And you know this so intimately, but yet you wait. You wait out of love for more to come to repentance. So, Father, I pray you give us strength. Give us strength in your spirit to endure. Remind us about your joy. Rekindle the joy in our hearts that we now own due to your grace. And may our joy today, Lord, rival the joy we will have when we see your face. And truly, truly, I say unto you, you will weep and you will lament. But the, and, but, but the world's going to rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned to joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish. For joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. And no one will take your joy from you. Hallelujah. For the Lord God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and the bride has made herself ready. For Jesus is our joy. The kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. Jesus is our light. It's been centuries since God has shined his light on us. The prophets are silent. The priests are corrupt. And the people don't care. We are absorbed in our sins and we are lost in our darkness. 
Rome claims to be the light, but they offer neither guidance nor knowledge, only the heavy-handed weight of their yoke of control and dominion. The religious leaders offer their way, but they are blind guides, leading us further and further into impenetrable darkness. God, won't you shine your light on us again? The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is our light. The kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is here. Jesus is our light. The day is coming when light will expose all of the deeds of humankind. All motives and hearts will be laid bare. There'll be no more deception, no more scheming, no more darkness, and every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the light of the world. And I saw no temple in the city for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. The city has no need of a sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives its light. And its lamp is the Lamb. And by its light will the nations walk, and the kings of earth will bring their glory into it. And its gates will never be shut by day, and there will be no night there. Night will be no more there will they will need no light of lamp or sun because the lord god will be their light and they will reign forever and ever jesus is our light and the kingdom of god is coming lighting candles has been a tradition in the christian church since the earliest centuries. And it's held great importance for multiple reasons. Oftentimes the lighting of a candle represents the real presence of Christ available to us through the Holy Spirit, reminding us that no matter how dark life gets, he's present with us. Just like Jesus said in John 8, 12, he says, I am the light of the world. He who believes in me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so in Christian tradition, 
we don't just light candles to look back and remember things, but we also light candles to remember something coming in the future. When someone is gone and will return someday, we often will light a candle and put it in the window until that person returns. And so there's a dual nature to this to remind us that Christ has come and he is now present with us through the Holy Spirit. And yet it also reminds us that Christ is coming one day. And so we keep our lamps burning until that day comes. And so we're going to celebrate that today to remember the day that love came down. And so what we're going to do is Darren and I are going to go to the far outer edges of each of the rows and we're going to go along and light the candles on the outer edges and then you are going to light your neighbors on the inside the person to I guess on this side it'd be your right on this side it would be your left until we reach and reach the middle because that's there's something about the fire spreading through your neighbor it's passing it on to someone else so let's take this time we're going to sing some carols together and reflect on the nature of the incarnation when love became flesh to save us amen let's celebrate together